Welcome to Fertility Friendly Food. I'm your host, Stephanie Velarkis, accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist and director of The Dietologist, an Australian-based practice focused on optimizing fertility through nutrition. This podcast will bring you snack-sized episodes for you to learn, grow, and be inspired by the latest research, facts, and practical lifestyle tips about eating well for optimal fertility, helping you cut through the confusion and myths to take back some of the control on your fertility journey, one bite at a time. Well, hello there and welcome back to another episode of Fertility Friendly Food. My name is Stephanie Velarkis, expert fertility dietitian and nutritionist and founder of The Dietologist and your host. So in this episode, I am going to be covering one of the most frequently asked questions in my Instagram DMs all about prenatal supplements. What's the best one and why do you even need them in the first place? So I'm not going to delay because I like to keep these episodes nice and bite-sized for you. So let's get into it. So now before I get into the meaty part of today's podcast, I do want to let you know that this podcast is for general information purposes only and should not replace individual medical or health advice, please speak to your healthcare provider before starting changing uh, prenatal supplements. Uh, It is important that this is discussed with your healthcare team. And as well, out of transparency, I do consult to companies that do create prenatal supplements. This does not reflect their opinion in any way. It is my professional opinion And I will not be talking about specific brand names in this episode. So with all that important stuff out the way, what is a prenatal supplement? Prenatal supplement is a specially formulated nutritional supplement designed to support your diet in the immediate preconception period. So just before you fall pregnant, during pregnancy and also after pregnancy as well. Now, the reason why these need to be different to a regular multivitamin is because of the amounts of certain specific nutrients, which I'll get into in a moment, but also that it lacks a particular nutrient, namely retinol, uh, which is a form of vitamin A, which in excess amounts in supplemental form can be harmful. Um, Not dietary, but in terms of a prenatal, it is needs to be specially formulated for that purpose. Now, prenatals come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Most commonly, a capsule or a tablet form. You may need one, two, or three, or sometimes even more than that per day to meet the recommended targets for all those nutrients. So you've got to follow the label instructions pretty carefully. And then you've got liquids, powders, um, which tend to be milk-based, and also gummies. Now, obviously, everyone is going to have a different preference and requirement, particularly if you can't swallow tablets, then you're really stuck with liquid powders or gummies. But in general, I do recommend most of the time capsules and tablets over the other three, just because of how they're comprised and how much you need to take and also minimizing any extra sugars and so on. But there are some decent ones within each of those categories as well. So important to consider. 
It is important to know you can't expect a prenatal supplement to do everything for you. It is there to fill in the gaps for you that are from your diet to bridge them to what they're meant to be. So that's really important to maintain your optimal preconception, fertility-friendly diet in that three-month window and prior to, and do your best throughout pregnancy as well. And if you need more support with that, that's what preconception fertility and pregnancy dietitians like myself and the team here at The Dietologist are here for. Now, I get a lot of questions about when to start a prenatal. So it is best to start a prenatal a minimum of three months prior to trying to conceive, as this is what is likely to affect the egg that will be ovulated in roughly three months time and hopefully become your future baby. Now, this goes for whether you're trying to conceive uh, using fertility treatments like IUI or IVF or ovulation induction, or if you're trying to conceive the quote unquote old fashioned way, this is an essential step for everybody. And the government does say one to three months before but I generally recommend three months minimum before. It's never too late to start it, of course, but if you're talking about ideal three months before. Now, I also get heaps of questions about when to stop a prenatal. Now, prenatals tend to require switching up, in my experience, during pregnancy as we get different blood work, as we get different information, depends on how you're tolerating it, how your symptoms are progressing and so on. So you may need adjustments to your regime throughout pregnancy, particularly at the start of second and third trimesters. And you may also need some adjustments postnatally as well. I do recommend if you are intending to breastfeed to take something anyway, just to help keep up with some of those key nutrient demands, particularly iodine, for example, as well as folate, some of your B vitamins and vitamin C as well. Now, a well-balanced diet can help with these, but in general, most people aren't getting enough iodine, which we talked a lot about in our thyroid health episode with Leah. So check back with that episode if you're unsure. Stop your prenatal once you're done with breastfeeding is generally my answer. And if you're not breastfeeding, you can stop it soon after you deliver within about six weeks. So why on earth do you need a prenatal anyway? The main reason why is there is a cost-benefit ratio or analysis here to think about. So the cost of taking a prenatal, sure, there's a financial cost and a bit of a mental burden of taking one, but the benefits are that we are ensuring that you are 100% meeting your key nutrient requirements for early pregnancy in particular Particularly when you don't know you could be pregnant, this is most critical as this is where a lot of critical development is happening for your baby and you may not even know you're pregnant yet. So the neural tube, for example, really rapidly develops and closes within the first early, early weeks of pregnancy where a lot of people do miss potentially even finding out they are pregnant. So having enough folate is crucial in this time window. And so taking a prenatal allows us to fill in this gap and ensure that we're not taking any risks in this department at all. 
Another reason is a prenatal can help build up a few of your nutrient stores to support you during pregnancy. And this is important to be guided by your blood work results. For more information on that, head back to my episode on preconception blood work essentials. But for example, correcting key levels like vitamin D and iron, for example, are so important to support you during pregnancy and not just to have a healthy pregnancy, but to have a well-feeling pregnancy. So that is another important factor as well. And yes, you do need one. Everybody needs one prior to conceiving during pregnancy and beyond, irrespective of perfect blood work or a clean, quote unquote, clean medical history. Um, You still need one. It's about risk reduction and cost benefit ratios. Yeah. Okay. So what are the key things that you might find in a prenatal? Now, everything is going to be different. Every brand will have different ingredients, different amounts, This is part of the prenatal debacle that many women that I see struggle with is there's too much choice and you don't know what is the quote unquote best option. It's not about what is the best option. It's about what is the best option for you specifically in your circumstances, which I'll get to in a moment. Here are some key ingredients that you could typically find in most prenatals. Folate or folic acid for the prevention of neural tube defects. Iodine to support thyroid function and baby's brain and intellectual development, vitamin D, zinc, iron, particularly because pregnancy demands additional iron in the second and third trimesters, selenium, B12, omega-3s, and a range of B vitamins. You might also find other things in there like vitamin C, beta-carotene, a whole bunch of other nutrients in there, and sometimes they're playing supportive roles to some of the key highlight nutrients in there. Now, you don't want everything because some things do interact with each other, but you do want something that ticks a few of these key boxes. Some boxes are going to be more critical than others, and where you sit in terms of the spectrum of amounts or types of each of these nutrient is going to vary based on your individual circumstances. So important to talk to a healthcare provider about this. So why am I always a little bit cagey when I get questions about what brand names can you give me that are really good prenatals? It is simply because if I did that, I would be doing you a huge disservice because there is no one prenatal supplement formulation that suits everybody. There is no one size fits all. There are so many key factors that we need to take into account. Medical history. There are certain medical circumstances and conditions that require sometimes up to 10 times the recommended amount of folate. That's huge. And we don't want to miss that. Certain medications, some medications don't play well with some key nutrients in prenatal supplements or may increase the demand for certain nutrients in a prenatal supplement that should be accounted for. Your blood work, if you have a deficiency or a history of a deficiency, we're going to need to pay special attention to that. And even just how many cells you have, which is a way of saying what your weight is. Unfortunately, and fortunately, we know now that if you are above a certain weight based on your height or your BMI, that 
we need to account for this with more folate because you have more cells to support. And we don't want to miss this either. It is such a crucial nutrient to support ovulation and early pregnancy. We want this to be optimized in your prenatal supplementation plan months before trying to conceive. Your dietary preferences and patterns. For example, if you're vegan, we're going to have to look at vegan prenatals. Same with vegetarians, pescatarians, and halal diets as well. We're going to have to find a halal certified supplement, for example. If your diet is absent in fish or eggs or all those kinds of key foods that I've talked about in previous episodes, that we may need to compensate for that a little in your prenatal supplement selection to make sure you're getting a good uh, spectrum of nutrients in there that's right for you to fill in any of your personal dietary gaps. And then we also need to take into account medical diets. So for example, if you have celiac disease and you're on a gluten-free diet, we're going to have to find a prenatal supplement that is suitable for a gluten-free diet that is that strict. So we need to find one that has been tested to be free of gluten in particular. We really don't want to be doing more harm than good. So I'm going to give you three tips now on how you can get some guidance on picking a prenatal supplement that's right for you. I find, like I said at the beginning, it's not the be all and the end all, but a lot of attention does go on this. Be aware your diet is what we should be focusing on and the prenatal supplements there to bridge those gaps rather than the other way around. My first tip and the gold standard is to get a prenatal or fertility dietitian with expertise in designing prenatal supplement protocols like us here at The Dietologist to design a personalized plan for you. We offer an express service. It's just 30 minutes and we will assess those key factors that I mentioned today and design a plan that's right for you. From there, you'll get an insight into what's on the market that is accessible to you wherever you live and what is the best option. And we will give you specific brands and dosages and a take-home digital PDF of exactly what this plan is and what it provides you. We make sure that you can actually access these no matter where you live in the world. I've had clients from the US, Canada, the UK, Malaysia, New Zealand, and different parts of the Middle East, and we take care of however it's going to get to you. We use the options that you have available to you, and we pick the best option out of those wherever possible, or we look at alternative options wherever possible. So if you'd like to book one of these chats in, they are quick and sharp, and they will get you some clarity pretty quickly. There will be a link in the show notes to book with either myself or team dietitian Kaylee. So head on over to the show note to book that in. If working one-on-one isn't an op- option for you, the next option is to look for something that meets your local government requirements. So it's a really good place to start. Or speak to your doctor if you have medical situations to see if you require more folate. Now, the Australian guidelines state 400 micrograms of folic acid and 150 micrograms of iodine daily for one to three months prior to pregnancy and during pregnancy as well. So look for something that meets these as a minimum. And remember, more isn't always better. Important motto. The third tip is you can also check out my free masterclass, Four Mistakes You're Making on Your Fertility Diet and What to Do Instead. And if you stick around until the end, you will receive a Choosing a Prenatal Supplement e-guide 
for free that is valued at 37 Australian dollars and it's just a little gift from me to you for coming along and the link is in the show note to register for the next class and I find that little e-guide is so helpful to helping you make heads or tails of what nutrients are important and which nutrients you can maybe take a little bit more of a backseat on as well. So that is a wrap on this week's episode all about prenatal supplements. I hope it's been helpful for you and has helped you understand the role of a prenatal supplement, when to take it, when to stop taking it, and why getting a personalized prenatal supplement plan for you is so important. I remember when I came up with this idea of an express prenatal supplement consult a few years back, I was so chuffed because I was able to reach so many people who had otherwise pretty good diets who just needed some support with supplementation. That's really what I designed this for. So if you'd like to book in one of those sessions, don't forget to check out the link in the show note below. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.